Hey mama, welcome to Fight Back Motherhood. Imagine me sitting at my kitchen island with a cup of coffee, spit up on my shirt, and bags under my eyes chatting with you. That is the vibe. With thousands of books written on how to raise babies, we needed something that teaches us how to fight back to the women we know we are capable of being after having those babies. So since I couldn't find it in my lowest moments after having my first daughter, I created it. This podcast is the product of my dream. Here we are all about being the best versions of ourselves so we can be the best moms to our littles. I'll help you rediscover a love for yourself by helping you prioritize yourself in health, wellness, mindset, and self-care. Each week will include tactical tips, Bessie chats, real life talks, and so much more. So go pour yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to listen in. It's time to fight back. Hello, mamas. Welcome, welcome, welcome to life update number one. So one thing I really want to incorporate in my podcast is a random life update every couple of months with just you kind of hearing when I, where I am in my motherhood journey, things I've been experiencing and dealing with, because I think that it's important to bring everybody back down to reality and realize that, yes, it's nice to come on to a podcast and get some tips and tricks for motherhood and you know all the things that go along with it and that's the point of this podcast you all know that that fight back motherhood is designed to help you fight back to the woman that you know you're capable of being and provide you with the tools and resources that you need to really kind of just rediscover yourself you know on this side of things you know motherhood obviously changes us and we put so much of our energy and so much of our time into developing these tiny little babies that we neglect ourselves along the way. And so Fight Back Motherhood is a way to help you fight back and make sure that you are prioritizing yourself in the midst of the chaos. Um, But with that being said, I think it's kind of important for you to hear where I am, you know, in my stages of motherhood. And so my hope is that every couple of months, I'll just pop in here and give you a quick life update, share with you where I'm at, what I've been going through, what I've been experiencing, how I'm dealing with it, you know, and how I'm taking care of myself through that stage. I had my second daughter on August 23rd. If you're listening to this later, I had her in 2022. And I knew that the transition to two was going to be tough. I knew that I think my biggest concern, honestly, at the beginning was how my first was going to handle it. And I think that's a valid concern of every new mom is how am I going to not only manage two children when I'm so used to only caring for one, but how am I supposed to love another baby as much as I love my first, right? How am I supposed to manage and juggle the chaos that that is going to bring into my life, the most beautiful chaos that it's going to bring into my life? And so I think I had this idea in my brain of what it was going to look like and obviously fast forward it looks completely different than I expected it to I honestly kind of expected myself to be super frazzled all the time that the newborn was going to keep me awake constantly that I was going to be you know super exhausted and while I can say a majority of that is true I think that when it comes down to your second the first one is still harder if that makes any sense. Um, You've been through newborn before. You've been through, you know, those first couple of months and you've been through the sleep deprivation. You've been through the cluster feeding. You've gone through all the newborn stuff before. So that part, while it's not easy, it's something that you've done before. So it's manageable. I think that the hardest part for me 
has been my toddler and not because she's not enjoying her baby sister. She loves her baby sister. I have no idea what I was even worried about. I have no idea why I was so worried about like, Oh, how am I supposed to love another baby? Cause I'm obsessed with both of my kids. Like I think they're the most incredible things that walk the planet. And I'm sure you feel the same about your own. Um, I, she loves her. She takes care of her. She helps change diapers. She is, it's the first person she's looking for when she wakes up in the morning. And I'm, I die every single time I see them together, her giving her kisses on the forehead and saying, sissy, like it melts my heart. So the relationship that they've built together and that they're going to have together growing up, I know is going to be so special. And I have no idea what I was worried about on that front. But the reason that I have named this specific podcast, Holly Jolly Toddlers, (laughs) as it comes out in the holiday season and through this life update is because I truly believe that your first will always be the harder one. And don't get me wrong. I understand some of you are going to come at me and you're going to say, no, my second was definitely harder. And I understand that in that sense. I understand that some babies, you know, maybe your first slept really well, your second doesn't. I'm not talking about that. I'm going to be talking specifically about the unknown. I think the hardest part in any motherhood journey is always the part where it's like, quote unquote, unknown. Like, I don't know what's coming next. I don't know how to handle this. And the reason that I believe that my first was harder, and I hate even using that word. Because like I said, you guys are going to like roll your eyes and be like, my second was harder. My third was harder. Every part of this is hard. (laughs) So I'm just, I want you to take what I say harder as a grain of salt with a grain of salt. Hey mama, I don't know about you, but one of the hardest things for me when it comes to my wellness routine is drinking enough water. As a breastfeeding mom whose supply is counting on that water intake, this is not an area that I should be slacking in. Obviously, and I kind of need water to live. So while the alarms on my phone and the cool water bottles with the times on the side do help in a way, I also make sure that I have a liquid IV stick every single day. If you haven't heard of it, liquid IV is a hydration multiplier that actually tastes good. And one stick can actually hydrate you faster than water alone. Isn't that wild? No GMOs, three times the electrolytes of sports drinks, and super tasty. My favorite is the Concord Grape and Golden Cherry. I have a discount code for you, which is Kelsey Smith Fitness 25 to get anything off of their website for 25% off. Don't forget to check out the immune and energy boosters while you're there because we all know that we could use an energy boost. Now back to the show. I think that the reason that it was tougher for me with my first was not only because I had her in the middle of a pandemic, but because it was all new to me. I had no idea what I was doing. You know, the first is like trial and error. You're trying to figure this whole thing out. You're trying to navigate, you know, postpartum emotions and keeping this small human being alive and loving them so much and baby blues and, you know, how to navigate feedings and all these different things. Like you have no clue what you're doing with the first baby. And then the second baby comes, like I said, and and you're like, okay, I got this. I can do this part. But the toddler is still new. Everything she experiences, everything that Sutton is going through right now is still new to me. So I am right now mostly sleep deprived because of her, not because of my newborn. And I think that's the craziest thing is that I'm dealing with, she has handled the adjustment of having the baby, her baby sister in the house, not by, you know, being upset about the baby sister, but by, you know, trying to really go as she's going through this, you know, I hate how people call it the terrible twos, honestly, because I don't think it's terrible. I think they're just toddlers. I think 
she's just trying to assert herself. She's trying to declare her independence. She wants to do things on her own. She wants things done her way. She's using her words now. She has a little attitude. She's waking up at the ass crack of dawn. And honestly, she's giving me a run for my money and it's driving me absolutely bonkers. My husband and I are just finding ourselves in this midst of almost losing our minds and and there's sometimes where we're laughing because the things she says are just so off the wall and then we're crying because how the heck can one human being cause so much chaos in our lives (laughs) and we're just going through all of these emotions right now when it comes down to her that it's exhausting. It's exhausting and it has my emotions literally skyrocketing. It has my husband and I, you know, who have pretty different parenting styles, if I'm being honest with you, it has us kind of bickering a lot and us going back and forth on how to handle certain situations. You know, recently she, we had the time change and she recently decided like now she's waking up really early and we tried to give her a little sense of independence recently and, you know, transitioned her to her to a, like Kate took her crib down and just gave it, made it a toddler bed, put the railing up, which she was super pleased about, you know, and we, that lasted for three days before she started escaping her room. And so it has always been with her, just this trial and error process, because it's like, now I know whenever sailors at that age, we're going to know how to handle it. It's just right now, it's super hard. And I feel I'm like getting emotional talking about it, but I'm telling you, it's exhausting. And, you know, you feel like you're failing every single day. Like even this morning, hearing her in there, you know, at 4.30 in the morning, screaming for me and mommy, mommy, mommy. And me trying to still also teach her like it's too early to be up. It, you, I always feel like I'm failing. I always feel like I'm failing. I always feel like I'm running this marathon, trying to be the best mom I can be and constantly failing. And I'm sure you guys feel the same way, but, and then there's these moments where you, you like are mind blown because the whole day was so freaking hard. And then we talk about this all the time, but then you're like sitting on the couch in the night and you're looking at pictures of them and you miss them and you're looking at them in the monitor and they're the best things in the entire world. It's, it's truly the most emotional roller coaster ever. Um, but right now it's just, it's hard, you know, it's hard, not just that, but Other things that, you know, she's going through right now is because she's asserting her independence so much, she doesn't let my husband put her to bed. So it's me every single night. And then I'll hear Sailor in the other room screaming because she's ready to be fed. And and my husband feels defeated because he can't feed Sailor because she's breastfed. And then he can't put Sutton to bed because she doesn't want him to put her to bed. And so he's kind of just sitting there, you know, and I'm upset because I'm having to do everything. And you guys, it is just a roller coaster. And I'm not recording this podcast for you today to complain about my life because I'm not. I am, you all know, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain to you like, I'm so grateful. You all know I'm grateful for my kids. You know, I love them more than anything in the world. But I will tell you that for the mom out there who watches other people on social media, even me, who's not going to share the tantrums, who's not going to share my bad days on there because it's no one's business. You know, I, you're seeing my highlight reel. You're seeing other people's good things. You're seeing my kids smiling for pictures. You're not seeing what we're going through behind the scenes. And that's the case for every single mom out there. And I want to make that extremely clear. If you're going through the, the trenches like I am right now, and you're exhausted and you don't know how to deal with your toddler's emotions and 
you have another baby coming or there's two of them and they're completely different personalities, you are not alone. (laughs) Every single day we're figuring this thing out. Sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I cannot believe I'm like, you're 32 years old. I remember when I was young, I thought 30 was so old. (laughs) And I was like, I'm 32 years old and I'm raising other human beings yet I feel so young and just so, sometimes I just feel so incapable, you know? And I'm saying that because I just feel like a lot of you guys are going through that too. So we're just going through, in the Smith house, we're just going through a lot of transition right now. We are, you know, watching our beautiful baby turn into a young little girl and we're watching our newborn just grow up in front of our eyes and here I am crying again because it is so much and it's so much and I'm trying to figure it out one day at a time. Um, but I'll tell you right now, the toddler stage is by far, if I had to rank it, it's by far the hardest and no, I'm going to take that back. Because I tell this to everybody because like I remember like being a new mom and somebody being like, just wait, because I don't want you to ever think that. Like, I don't want you to get to that just wait until they're this and then it's going to wait till they get to be toddlers, wait till they're teenagers. No, because every stage of this motherhood journey is hard. You know, it's hard when they're newborns. It's hard when they're toddlers. And I'm sure I'm not, I'm not past two yet, but I'm sure I have a lifetime of excitement ahead of me. Um, and I am just taking it one baby step at a time. You know, this toddler stage, where I was going with that, is this toddler stage is so fun. I'm obsessed with watching this personality just come out of this little human being. I had, and I look at her eyes every single night. I cried like six times on this podcast so far. But every night when I'm singing her her song as she's going to bed, I always look into those eyes and I'm like, how the heck? Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. How the heck was this little person, you know, that newborn? Those are the same eyes of the newborn that I was holding two and a half years ago. And now I'm looking at her and she's this little girl, you know, the same eyes just staring at me, you know, with so much love. Just She's just trying to figure out the world one day at a time, you know, and it's just a wild, wild thing. Ooh, I had to stop myself, stop recording for a second so I could collect myself because that was emotional. Um, but those are the same eyes I'm going to be looking into, you know, on her wedding day when she has her own babies and it just blows my mind, you know, blows my mind. Here I go again. But these kids are the most incredible things, you know, that have ever happened to any of our lives. And it's, it is a wild, wild ride. And I want to end this podcast and this life update by just telling you all how I'm handling the anxiety and the stress and the bad days. Because I want you to understand, like, if you if you want, I would tell you a couple weeks ago, I snapped and I just yelled and I felt so awful after she was having a tantrum and just hitting me and, you know, the normal toddler things. And... You know, she was just slapping her hands and grabbing my hair and it was making me super upset and I snapped and I felt so awful and I literally couldn't forgive myself for it all day long and, you know, she didn't even remember it past like 15 minutes, but it still made me feel like crap because I couldn't believe I snapped and then I had these moments where I had to just like give myself a lot of grace. You know, I had to give myself grace in that season and that day because you are, I'm a human just like she's a human and... I don't want her to, you know, I ha- I expressed my frustration with a, a louder tone 
where she was expressing her frustration with a louder tone. We were just doing it in different ways. And I would never tell her to boil in and keep how she's feeling inside. So I had to give myself that grace. And at the same time that I was, you know, giving her grace for the emotions that she was feeling. And it's crazy because sometimes we get ourselves so caught up in like, why are you acting like this? That we forget that they're human beings too. And they have their own feelings and their own emotions. And they just don't know how to handle them yet. So I did know how to handle it. I felt bad about it. And then I gave myself grace and forgave myself for the way that I handled it. So um, a couple of things that I want you guys to keep in mind if you're in a tough season with your kids like I am. Number one, I always take at least, I always take, five, my husband and I both do this. We've been doing this since Sutton was little. Um, we take five, we take, like, I need five. We tell each other, I need five. We'll hand over the kids. We'll go outside. We'll go in our room. We'll shut the door. We'll take a shower. No technology, nothing. We just take five to ourselves, sit there, breathe, let ourselves calm down because it it can be really hard. So taking five has been a game changer for us. Number two, for me, I pray for my babies. (laughs) And I don't know if you're faith-based or not, but for me, I bought this incredible journey journal called 31 Prayers for My Daughter. It's incredible incredible devotional. They have one for, for sons too. I definitely recommend it and I'll post the links in the show notes. However, I bought this and I will go through and when I'm feeling frustrated or I'm upset, I will literally just stop everything I'm doing and say a prayer for my daughter because she's growing, she's learning and it brings it like, let's God take control of the situation instead of me trying to control it. And then obviously doing acts of self-care for myself, whether that's working out, meditating, prayer, journaling. I always take time to do those things every single day to kind of get my thoughts out and just, you know, burn some calories and just feel better about myself when I'm going through those tough situations. So I'm always doing those acts of self-care. And then last but not least, I just, like I told you before, I give myself a lot of grace. I walk away. I pray for my daughters. I give myself grace and I work on my own self. Not every day is going to be perfect. And you all know that. These days are hard, but they're also short, and we're going to get through this. Whatever hard you're in right now, you can and you will make it through this. So with that being said, that wraps up Holly Jolly Toddlers. (laughs) If you think that this podcast episode could benefit someone, please, 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 please share this. Share it to your Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram at all things Kelsey. Tag me. Let me know what you thought. Share this with a friend. Rate and review. Do all the things. I am super excited to always be connected with you guys. And um, I will see you all next week.